on today's episode. If you guys are listening on any of those audio platforms, please hit the download button. That's the number one way to support us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Follow us on Spotify. If you guys are watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button if it's still red. Who are we chatting with today? Today, we are talking with young shoe reseller, Charlie McKay. How you doing, dude? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Doing great, yeah. Doing great. This episode, we're recording it way, way in advance, so we're talking about summer because this doesn't drop till June. June, but yeah. we're trying to get ahead for the summer. Um, Charlie, we've been mutuals somewhat for the longest time. It yep. was just We had a sneaker reseller on like way, way in the beginning, so we wanted to like spread them out, but we always had you in mind as the next sneaker guest. Um, when did you first find us? Kyle, it was... Uh I think it was when you guys were at like 5,000 followers on TikTok. And oh, it was, wow. It was a while back. And I, I remember it was kind of at the start of um, when you guys started posting on TikTok. And I, I just, you kind of get an energy from people on social media. Totally. It's different from other people. It's it's not uh, fake or anything. And that was just something I got from you guys. And um, I can't remember who reached out, but we've been kind of talking here and there for a while now. Yeah. So totally. Love to hear that. Glad well, to finally do it. Glad <laughs> We're glad to hear that you don't think we're fake online. <laughs> that means a lot. No. <laughs> um, so tell us, how did you get started in the shoe reselling game? Well, um, I am a junior. I'm just finishing up my junior year in college. And so freshman year, uh, I was living in the dorms. Money was a little tight. And so I kind of resold stuff um, here and there. I, I'm a big golfer, so I was reselling golf clubs. And then I started reselling um, Apple Watches and PlayStation 4s before the 5 came out. And um, it was just kind of buying stuff that I could, I knew the market on and um, I could make a few quick bucks on. And it, I ended up buying a pair of Air Forces for 40 bucks, brand new. And I sold them for 90 in about six hours. And I was like, wow, this is pretty easy. So um, I didn't know. A lot of people come into the shoe game kind of having a prior knowledge on Retro Jordans or mm, Aqua yeah. or any of the big stuff. And I, I really had no knowledge of that at all. And so um, it was kind of a unique look at the market. And so I really didn't start buying retro Jordans or any expensive shoes. It was like Nike Cortezes or Roshi runs or running shoes. And they were $20, $30 shoes. And I'd buy them for five bucks a piece and I'd sell them for 20. And so it was kind of learning totally. the market on shoes. Um, and so I ended up getting up to I sold about 100 pairs last March, and then wow. it's kind of been slowly trickling away, and I've been focusing more on content recently, and um, yeah, it's just been kind of, it's been a wild ride. Totally. Yeah. You've been killing it on content. Honestly. Over, over 200K on TikTok now, correct? Yes. Yeah, I just hit uh, 230,000 this week. Crazy, so. wow. dude. Maybe I, 500K by the time this comes out, <laughs> if the honestly, views continue. Honestly, dude, I, I saw that one video. I think I saw it. It's over, like, what, 27 million views now. I saw it, I think, probably when it... I think I saw it before 500K, and I was like, oh, this is... Because it's a crazy pair of shoes, and I was like, oh, TikTok's going to eat this yeah. up. And then it just went crazy. But we'll we'll get into the whole TikTok side of stuff. Um, Me and Josh, we're not... I wouldn't consider us shoe experts. We we think yeah. it's we love the game. We think it's super interesting. Not totally experts, but we'll get yeah. into that as well. Um, okay, so you sold a hundred pairs by March. Now you what's your focus now? Like would you consider yourself a reseller or more like the content side of sneakers? So it changed a little bit. Last March, um, I was kind of starting to pick up on TikTok. I think I was at fifty thousand followers and like ten K on Instagram. And um I actually got a full-time job marketing over the summer for a, a large motorsports dealership. 
And um, they got a couple locations, and it's a very large business. And so I'm actually the head of marketing for them. Oh, very cool. And um, once I got that job, it's it's kind of my job that I was going to get out of college. I just got it two years in advance, which kind of worked out well. Yeah. Uh, it just, the time commitment kind of slowed me down in the reselling. And so I, I was really loving the content stuff. And so I started to focus on that a lot more than reselling. And I'll resell pairs here and there and um, anything that I buy, I always try to make a little bit of money on on the back end after yeah. I'm done with the content aspect. Um, but I got that job and we made a TikTok, I made a TikTok account for them and we hit 80K in about four months wow. on there um, doing jet ski videos and ATV videos and pontoons. And, um, and so then I went back to college this past fall and then I've really been focusing on the consistency on posting just about every day with the exception of holidays and um, yeah. a vacation here or there. So that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the key to growing on social media as you found out is consistency. Just, I mean, the more yep. posts you get, the more views you can find. Totally. Um, my question was when you were buying, I'm sorry, going back to reselling when you were buying so many shoes for so cheap, how are you finding all of these shoes brand new for like a quarter of your selling price? Yes. So it was uh, a lot of trial and error. Yeah. And um, I, I know where I'm at, at least in southern Minnesota, it's it's pretty rural. We're not in the cities or anything. Um, and so the it's uh, more country folks. And so it's not necessarily like streetwear and shoes, and yeah. like expensive shoes and that kind of crowd. Um, and so it was kind of trial and error. I, I tried all the apps on my phone, Poshmark, Mercari, eBay. Um, and then a lot of them were just from Facebook marketplace and people mm. kind of didn't really know what they had. Um, and a lot of it was shipping and that's kind of a whole nother nightmare with reselling is totally. um, yeah. fake pairs are obviously pretty heavy and, um, you get fake pairs and the conditions, not like what you thought it was. Um, and so it, it ended up when I was kind of wrapping it up that last March, I was buying strictly from Mercari, eBay, and then I would look for steals on Goat and Facebook Marketplace as well. And I, I found that there's other apps and you kind of divvy them up based on fees on selling and buying and shipping and how good is their customer service. And those were just kind of the apps that I found were the best. And another big platform was Instagram. And yeah. um, once you kind of build a, a reputation, I have a, my first post is a reference post for reselling. And so I have a couple hundred reviews on there. And once you kind of get up there, you can you can do deals with other resellers on Instagram and it makes it a lot easier um, just because your reputation's on the line and so you don't run into as many issues as you totally. would on these apps when you're anonymous. So um, yeah, that's kind of where I would find steals and I still do on those apps today. Well, yeah, wow. so I mean, if you're thinking about selling your shoes, research what you have. Right, totally. Because you could be throwing away hundreds of dollars for like 10 bucks. So before, <laughs> before you sell your shoes or throw them away or give them away, research them yeah okay i'm interested because what's funny is like a lot of the guests we talk with who are doing like doing you're i mean you're doing good for yourself for still being in college a lot of them are in college and doing these really cool things what made you get into college and like what are you majoring in so i kind of fell into college it was um my older sister went to college for she's double made just graduated she double majored in biochemistry and oh, wow. spanish and went the medical route and super smart went to a big university um, and so it was kind of, I've never been into school. I, I, quite frankly, I haven't, um, I've always been focused on other activities and I, I do like to work a lot at jobs. And so I, I was working a lot in high school and I just, I wasn't big on the grades aspect. And so it was kind of like I toured 
Um, I go to Winona State University, so that's where Winona Kicks comes from. Culture. I live in the city of Winona. And, um, and I, we toured this college, and my other cousin went here, and I just was like, all right, I'm going to go do this. And I ended up going into college undecided. Okay. Um, and it's not a big university. It's not crazy expensive, but it's also not a community college where you're more defined on where you want to go. And so I, I went in undecided and kind of met friends and kind of messed around. And um, I, freshman year is really where I was – once you're living on your own, you kind of learn time management was a yeah, big problem yeah. when I was in a freshman. And so a lot of video games, a lot of just lounging around and, and the shoes was something that I kind of took an interest to when I was living in the dorms. And so, um, with that, I was, I was expected to go into business administration. And so once I got into the content stuff and I started liking this a lot, now I'm mass com advertising. So it's more of a digital aspect. Um, and then I'm minoring in, uh, uh, masscom digital media so it's okay it, a lot of videos a lot of um photo editing and kind of learning how to market online which is exactly what i like to do so totally. it's kind of one of the first times that i've actually liked school yeah um, and so i i really whenever i'm talking to people that are going to college it's you don't know what you need you don't need to know what you need to do the first year because you can go in on the side and get your generals done and then kind of figure it out year two or three. And that's what I did. And it ended up working out pretty well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, clearly the marketing is working well now. Do you think you could have gotten the job that you're at now without the marketing experience you've gotten from college? Or do you think that's what helped you secure this job? I it's quite frankly, I, I used my experience on TikTok and Instagram and kind of showed what I know. Um, I'm, I'm obviously, I got the job when I was 20 and, um, I was younger and it's a lot of older people working at the job and they just didn't get the internet. Um, I think as much as I did in the social media aspect, totally. they didn't really have a marketing department and especially a digital marketing company or anybody that they outsourced it to. And so I really just showed them what I've done and how quickly I did it within about a year before getting the job and, um, use the experience. And I think a little bit of it was. I'm going to college for this and I'm going to be learning it yeah. while I'm working. So I'm going to be improving. So I think it helped, but a lot of it was just my past experience and kind of showing what I can already do at this point. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. Um, so back to sneakers real quick. Uh, I always wonder when people get into shoe reselling, do they do it because they love shoes or do they do it because it's a side hustle that makes money? And I know you said that you started with golf clubs and stuff like that. Did you develop a love for the sneakers you were selling and start buying them for yourself? Or did you kind of just, just keep selling them? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. It was completely, um, I used to watch like the hype beast YouTube yeah. in like 2015, like Blazendary. So that was kind of like, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, Harrison Neville and, and all those. And yeah. it was, uh, back when Supreme was super big and I, I didn't really have, obviously I didn't have the money in high school to, uh, I wasn't work. I was working at, a local fast food restaurant. So I wasn't buying two, $300 shoes and Supreme and stuff. And so I didn't really have a knowledge of the expensive stuff. And so I fell into it for the reselling aspect and I've always played basketball and, and I, I really have stuck around for the Jordan era and all the history behind it. Mm. And now I'm a big collector and you can see I got a yeah. few pairs here. And, and so it's, I've really done a 180, and I think a lot of people in the sneaker culture have, are either really reselling based or really sneaker culture based. And there's a big divide and it's kind of like the OG sneaker heads are kind of don't like the new people that are into it <laughs> yeah. because of the hypey stuff. And there's, there's kind of stigmas between it. And I, 
I, with my content, I try to be as honest as possible that you can kind of do a flip and it's, it's a hobby. So it's, you don't need to be, um, stigmatized because you like old shoes or hype these shoes. So it's, I kind of, now I'm a full-time collector and I resell a little bit on the side, but it, it started off reselling and now it's collecting because of the history and stuff. Yeah. That's, I love that. That's something I would, I like, I really don't know, like a lot of the history of these sneakers, but yeah. like. If I were to get into any type of history, it'd probably be like sneaker culture yeah, and stuff. for sure. Because I, I love collecting shoes. Yeah. Do you think sneaker culture popularity is at an all-time high right now? I would say with the younger generation, yes. Um, about a year ago, it really took off with TikTok. Um, yeah. Obviously, we've seen that. And um, Jordan 1s and Nike Dunks have really taken off. Um, but there's more retro shoes like the Jordan 12s or Jordan 4s or Jordan 5s. Um, that I think are starting the people like me that got into it for reselling or um, were bored during quarantine or whatever it was. I think they're starting to transition to more. If you're really into it, then you're really into it like me and you want to learn about the history of it and everything that's come before it. Otherwise it's, there's more casual people that are like to wear cool shoes. And I, I think in terms of the popularity of it, yes, I think it's at an all time high and we, we can kind of look at, previous eras of shoes how it's yeah. up and down every couple of years and i definitely think we're at a high we might be peaking now where it's coming down a little bit over the next few years but um it's with the social media it's definitely the, the highest right now for yeah, sure 100%. yeah um i i'm curious what's the rarest or slash most expensive pair of shoe you own or you've sold um well i had i got a pair of off-white Jordan 4s here. That's the most expensive I currently own. I paid uh, 1200 bucks for them wow. a couple of years ago, or a year ago. Um, and now they're about 1500 ish used. Um, but the most expensive pair that I've resold or kind of kept, I bought a pair of uh, Jordan 1 off-white, the Euro exclusive, the white pair. And oh. um, I paid 1800 bucks, and they were almost new. And... Uh, Recently, Virgil Abloh passed away, and yeah. the prices really spiked on those. And so now they're going for about ten grand. Wow! Um, and I, I bought the pair because I really liked them, and I wish I kept them because now I, I don't think I'll ever get them back. How much did so, you sell them for? Um, I ended up making about seven hundred bucks on them, so I got wow. a good profit out of it. But uh, I think that condition used is six to seven grand now. So and that was within the last. I had them last spring, and and now they're that price. So, wow, that's um, that's the thing with shoe reselling that scares me. I'm like, as soon as I sell this pair of shoes, I could sell it for a two hundred dollar profit, and then next week that person could sell it for a six hundred dollar profit because the market spikes. But like, think like, about, like that's like same with like stocks, yeah. crypto, all of it. It's crazy. It's so crazy because you never know when it's gonna spike. Even if you predict it, you couldn't predict how much it's gonna spike by. Totally. So like. You could be losing money. You could be gaining money. If if you still had them at this point, do you think you would keep them? I would definitely keep them. I'm I'm on a hunt for a personal pair. Like I said, I'm a collector now, and I bought that pair. Um, I got it for really cheap on Goat, and I got it for kind of content, but it was more just like I can make a few bucks. I'll get some cool photos out of them, and um, now I just want the pair because I, I'm kind of building a collection long term, and like my yeah. off-white fours, like I said, I don't think I'll ever sell those, so... Um, I'm on the hunt. So if anyone has a 10 and a half, yeah. just hit me up. How uh, many? Oh, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. How many shoes do you have in your personal collection? Um, it varies. Uh, probably 20 to 30. I got a big shelf in the other room and it, it's, it's kind of going, it's different. I'm not, I'm buying pairs occasionally. I've kind of, 
as bad as it sounds, I've kind of had all the pairs that I really want in hand, and I've either kept them or sold them. Um, and so it's now it's kind of like I'm getting pairs that are either coming out new or they've come out 20 years ago. And so I'm into the retro stuff now, but it's probably 20 to 30, and it, it's probably a, a couple times a month companies are sending me pairs to review as well. Oh, cool. Um, and, and is so that to keep? pairs that I get sent. Yes. Yep. Oh, that is very nice. And so any pairs that I get sent, I, I'm not going to sell those, obviously, because totally. they're a gift, and I want to keep them. And so that's that's kind of gradually growing the collection as well. So, that's so cool. when a company sends you shoes, it's not like Nike sending you the shoe. It's like a, a reselling company, I assume? No, it's – well, I actually just signed to a, a social media agency, and so I've, I've been – all the brand deals that I've done in the past, I've – I, I do pride myself in the companies that I've worked with just based on me reaching out to them. Totally. And so, like, way of Wade, here's that shoe that really Crazy blew shoe. Up. I, I, they reached out to me on this pair, and they said, we'll send you this pair if you can do a video. And, and it, at, on Instagram Reels, it has 15 million views. Wow. Well, so it obviously did pretty well. So, and um, so oh now they're going to send me a few more pairs to review in, wow. in exchange for the... Um, yeah, and the I'm content. assuming you're under NDA when it comes to how much you made off that. But was it, um, I, I just from a, a question standpoint, yeah. was it based off of views, your payment? Because like, clearly that would have paid off really well, or was it just kind of an upfront? If you could even talk on that. Yeah, no, I, I totally can. And I like being transparent with that stuff. The, the, when I started this video, um, obviously that video really helped my followers. Totally. I gained yeah. about 160,000 followers wow. in about a week from that video on TikTok, which is, it's wild because I was stagnant at about 60,000, 70,000 for, I don't know, six, seven months. Yeah, we so feel you. this pair they sent me, they didn't, they didn't pay me for this pair to post it. And it just happened to do really, really well. Um, and so now in the future, I can either do a commission-based payment totally. based on clicks on my affiliate link, or I could just do an upfront payment. And so I'm kind of yeah. deciphering on what I want to do on that. And it's just, I, I'm not sure on it yet, but totally. there's different methods to it. Yeah. yeah. And Okay. So after watching your content, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're a firm believer in wearing the shoes that you buy, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. I tried to, uh, as weird as it sounds to people that aren't sneaker heads, I try to buy all my shoes used. Um, hmm. because when they're really expensive, you can buy it. It's like a new car. When you take it off the lot, it loses yep. value right away. And it's the same with shoes that are $1,000. You can get them for four or 500 bucks, um, which is still a lot of money, but if you buy them at the lowest, you can still sell them. And so um, one thing that people are buying reps to wear the shoes, if you buy the shoe for the lowest market price used, you can wear it for a year and the price will appreciate and you can sell for the same, if not more. Yeah. And you can wear the shoe for free. So all my pairs that I buy used, I try to get them at the lowest market. I'll wear them occasionally, take care of them. And then if I sell them six to eight months down the road, I'll get my money back out of them, if not make some. So I do wear everything. I love to wear them. Um, and it's definitely a, a big hobby is posing pictures and doing yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Them, so. I, me and Josh are on the same page there. Yeah. Like I, I, I I literally I buy shoes to build an outfit around yeah. it or just to wear the shoe. Like I, I get like the sitting, I, I get, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if I were to get like a crazy grail pair, I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to keep these in box. Maybe bring yeah. them out on like the wedding day or something. Yeah. But like, cause I, yeah, Dude. I don't know. I don't think I could just buy a pair of shoes and never put them on my foot. Like exactly. never wear them yeah, outside. Like, I buy them to wear them so people can like see these shoes <laughs> yeah, that I just totally. like paid my money for. Cause I've got 16 or 17 pairs I've been collecting for a while, obviously not at the level you are, um, but I've got 
um, a bunch of different Air Forces, some Jordans. Don't have any dunks yet. Knight's got some dunks. Yeah. Now, now, what do you think, like, who are, like, some of, like, the top resellers right now? Like, who are these people that are, like, like, obviously, it's their full-time, they're millionaires yeah. from it. Like, who are these people? Yeah, it's it varies. I mean, it's it could be people my age. There's people a lot younger. I mean, there's 13 to 15 year olds that are killing it right now. And it, yeah. it's I I don't know what I was doing when I was playing video games at that age. But um, it's it varies. There's a lot of people like 860 kicks on Instagram is one. He's got 90,000 followers and he is constantly doing. I, I saw a thing on his story that he passed a million in sales. Holy like three wow. months in, and that was his goal for the year. Three months and that's in, just he just reselling shoes and three months in on the year. Yep. How old is that person? And so it, uh, I think they're, God, I want to say he's over 30 now. So a million um, and in three months. And I've done a couple months. of deals with him, but there's a lot of people that are really big. Um, Sunset Sneakers is another one. They got, I think, a half a million on TikTok as well, and he's constantly doing expensive shoes and Grail pairs and some pairs that are twenty grand. And so it's it's Jeez. it depends on what level. There's a lot of people that just use Nike bots and bot websites for cheap pairs, and then there's some people that sell really expensive pairs. So um, a lot of if they're doing a lot of volume, then they're on Instagram. You can yeah. kind of find them through there. Wow. So. With your estimates, I'm sure you'd have a pretty good one. How much do you think that guy um, who made a million dollars in three months, how much do you think he invested into shoes before he started the business to be able to make that much in that short of time? Yeah, it's a lot of them, the people that are really big, they've been doing it for five to 10 years. Yeah. Um, and you can just, you can tell because they'll post like 2016, they're reselling like some Jordans from Foot Locker and, and it just kind of progressive progresses exponentially, and um, it. I think it. Nobody really starts off with a lot, um, and so it's just kind of flipping a few pairs here and there, and then it kind of gets out of hand quick, and then you just kind of figure out the logistics of shipping and everything like that, and where you're selling, where you get the best margins, um, and so it just kind of progresses from there. Yeah, he's gonna be selling like ten pairs a day. Like every day for those three months, make a million dollars. I could not tell you. I have no idea. All right. I need the Winona Cakes review. What is the most overhyped shoe on the market right now? Good question. Um, all right. Let me pull it out here. Oh, he's got He's it. got them on hand. So this pair has uh, taken over the internet in the last couple of days, and it is yep. the Baby Babies. Yeah. Um, this shoe... They sent me these over to review them, and they might be the most uncomfortable shoe that I've ever put on my foot. Um, they are four and a half pounds. I actually four and a half they're, pounds. Yes, they're extremely heavy, and this midsole is at least an inch thick. And so, um, it, is I, it flat? I know it was a great marketing by them. They sent them to all the creators and stuff. Um, but in terms of like wearability and stuff, I think they're uh, completely overhyped. And yeah, wearable. Because I've seen them all over social media, yeah. and I've personally, they're they're Vans, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Vans. Who's it with? Tiger or who? Kind of. It's well, it's it's tricky because Mischief. Their whole thing is they're they take big big brands and then they just put mischief on it yeah. and then they kind of hope to get sued by the big company. Wait, for yeah. The did they exposure. do did they do the um 
the um the revenge storms no they did not that's a whole separate company okay. so we could get into a whole nother yeah. talk about all these knockoff companies that are doing really well but mischief they did um they did uh little nas x's satan shoes they oh, did, okay uh, jesus shoes a couple years ago um they've done like the boosted pack like yeah fake ids in there and then they have like all the fake like cards that you can get and so um this was just taiga's shoe that they did um and then there's some more in the pipeline as well so well, okay <laughs> is, the, is the insole of that shoe flat it's not like you're not standing on something wavy right yes no i actually uh i got a lot of comments on that and i made a video on it because um everyone's asking is it flat? Yeah. and so it is flat okay um, okay a pretty thick piece of foam yeah as well but uh yeah it's it's flat just over the waves yeah over the and then waves. how much how much is that going for right now it's gonna be a lot i think they're two to four hundred oh, i'm not sure um vans mischief it's, and tiger yeah, it's, that's that's why i think it's overhyped <laughs> you can still sponsor us don't be <laughs> mad i think that shoe is awful <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the most overhyped on the market. That is crazy. That's crazy. You, Jeez. Do you have any? I have, I have a wrap up question whenever we're ready. Do you I've got any? one more. All right, shoot. Um, so I know like the holy grail for sneakerheads, there's like two pairs. There's like game worn 85 Jordans, and then there's the Air Mags. Yep. Have you owned either of those in your time selling? Because I know like. Any shoe reseller wants their hands on the Air Mags because it's like if you have that shoe, you've made it in shoe reselling. Yeah, so I have not had my hands on either. Um, the Air Mags, they've released two versions. One pair I think is selling for like 30 grand. The other yep. one's like well over 100 grand for the Air Mags, the self-laced ones. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, where I'm at in college, I haven't had those yet. But in terms of 85s, I'm actually on the hunt for a pair of wearable 85s, not necessarily game-worn by Jordan because yeah. the game-worn Jordans are going for, I think, one... I think there was a pair that the earliest known pair that he wore as rookie year sold for like 1.4 Holy... Um, wow. Yeah, so that gets expensive. But you can find pairs of like Jordan 185s, um, and that's definitely on my grail list. The closest I got, I just had a pair of 1994 Jordan 1 Chicago's. Wow. Um, and so the 85s, they're a couple grand to get a pair that's yeah. like actually wearable, but totally. 40 years old, it's, yeah. you don't really want to wear them. I Dude. found some 85s in a shoe store in LA. How much were they? Like oh really? Seven or eight grand. Oh oh, it's so like it was like a like a well known like yeah no it was a good shoe store. It was oh, in okay. like a glass case protected oh, okay. by like locks and stuff, and I was like. Dude, I've, I was I was starstruck. So I was like, I've never seen these in person before. It was crazy. <laughs> were they game worn or no? I don't think so. They were oh, okay. worn, like super worn. Yeah. Um, if they were game worn, they would have been dude, hundreds and hundreds. Dude, my my childhood was built up of watching people take the Air Max to the sneaker stores, like the yeah. Foot Locker, and like seeing people's reactions. Like, yeah. As a kid, I, I like yeah. I used to watch Blaze and Derek because I just thought like I never owned Supreme, but I just thought it was really cool. Yeah. I don't know. Who dude. didn't, dude? <laughs> yeah, we I loved know. it. I, I don't know. It was just that was like a part of my childhood. It's too funny. Okay, so a question that we always wrap up with is what do people think the most misunderstood thing about teenagers is? Now, for you, we're going to flip it. What do you feel like is the most misunderstood thing about sneaker culture? Um, I think most misunderstood thing. I think that a big must misunderstanding i guess with teenagers i'll kind of twist it on that is um the people that are buying expensive shoes 
like that are a thousand dollars or two thousand or whatever it is are rich their parents buy them they're really expensive yeah um and so they will resort to buying replica sneakers or unauthentic pairs for 50 to 100 dollars um when it's kind of the opposite is where i want to get the real thing it's the same thing as getting a fake rolex it doesn't mean anything and so you save up you have a it's the whole story of the progress to getting the the grail that you want like a rolex and saving up that's kind of the fun part is finding it for a good price and so i think the big biggest misunderstanding is um just people that have really expensive shoes that's their parents buy them or it, mm. it's their fake or whatever and it 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 really is a whole hobby and a whole culture around it um and so i guess that would be the most misunderstood thing in my mind totally yeah that's like funny that you say that like sometimes like saving up to get the shoe or like waiting for it to come on goat yeah. is like some of the most exciting parts and you so get good. it and like yeah. it's so cool when you get it but like the anticipation is also yeah. like such a yeah, like okay. when I order shoes, it will say shipping seven days minimum. I'll check the mail every single day. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, goat might have just expedited yeah. this real fast. Oh, it's the best feeling. Opening a brand new box, that smell. Oh, it's unmatched, dude. Well, Charlie, we appreciate you coming on. I'm glad we finally made this happen. Yeah. Um, if we're, where, where, What state are you in again? Minnesota. All right, if we're ever in Minnesota, we'll do a sneaker review or something with Charlie. Yeah. We'll, we'll make something happen yes. for sure. Or if you're in where California. You guys, we're in Northern California. California. So, I'll be out in, uh, I'll be in LA between nineteenth uh, to the twenty fourth for SneakerCon. So. Oh, sick! Maybe maybe we'll make something. Yeah, happen. maybe we'll make something happen. You never know. All right, Charlie. Well, we appreciate you coming on. If anyone wants to check out Charlie's TikTok, first yep. link in the description. Same with Instagram and anything else he's up to. We appreciate you coming on. That's yeah, a wrap. That is a wrap.